Hello and welcome to the Awaken Your Business podcast. My name's Tyson Sharp, and if it's also your mission to heighten consciousness, yes, you are a light worker. And it's in this podcast where you execute that heart's mission by integrating your spiritual and business growth. This is what I call stepping into the role of the heart-centered CEO. This is the version of you who knows the numbers, you know how to grow an audience, you know how to create more impact and more income. But every business strategy is done through the filter of love, compassion, consciousness, and contribution. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Awesome to have everyone here. It's cool to have a packed house. It's cool to have everyone joining each week because this is where we do the deep work, right? And that's what I love. If you guys are here, you know deep down this inner work is what matters most. We can all learn the tactics, tools, and strategies, right, of, of how, to, how to grow our business, how to do some digital marketing, right, how to get our name out there. We can do that, and that can be perfect. But deep down, you also know that if you have an internal conflict, if, you, if you're in resistance to yourself, if you're in a space of avoiding different sides of you, then you'll always find a way to self-sabotage no matter what business strategy you're using, right? I believe in using both. I believe in, in strategizing using both so that we can couple them and they can aid each other. And that's one thing that is a huge part of my message and a huge part of what you're finding out as well is that taking action and implementing on some strategies can help bring up a lot of the stuff we need to see within ourselves, right? One way to, one way to avoid yourself, one way to uh, avoid what's coming up and avoid different sides of you is to never get outside your comfort zone, right? Never get outside your comfort zone and, and, you can, and you'll never be able to, and you'll never see those sides of you. So one thing to give yourself credit for is if you have these fears of selling, you have fears or triggers around money, that's because at some level you're getting outside your comfort zone and facing that side of you, right? And that's what we'll talk about in a minute. And what's beautiful is uh, Kimberly's raised her hand to do some live coaching. So we first acknowledge Kim for all her courage, her vulnerability, her openness, because as we walk through these steps of how she can start releasing these, uh, these patterns, these triggers, these, these, these things that are coming up, you'll be able to relate it in yourself, Right. You'll be able to relate it in yourself, consciously or unconsciously. That's why I'm looking to do more and more of these, uh, these interviews slash live coaching, right? So you guys can benefit as a byproduct of just watching someone go through a shift, watching someone release something and what's possible on the other side, right? And when you, when you watch that and you see what's possible, at some level, you relate it to yourself. So a lot of you will feel this. A lot of you may feel triggered along the way. A lot of you may feel some release. A lot of you may see what's possible right? Within yourself, a lot of people may feel some freedom as, as it comes up. Um, and one thing that I know is if that's what you're looking for, you can be truly be aware, truly just be aware that we can set goals, right? When we set our goal, there's some things that come up for a lot of people. And this is one thing I'll, I'll have uh, Kimberly think about as well before she jumps on here is that we set goals, but there's a little bit of a warning when you set a goal. You can set a goal, but a lot of people think 
I need to achieve the goal. And so therefore they see their current circumstances as like the enemy. It's like, this is what I have to overcome and fix and change. And it offers a lot of resistance. But there's also a way where you set a goal knowing that this is what I set the goal towards because it's who I want to become on the journey. And therefore where I'm at is perfect. And it's the journey that gives me the fulfillment. It's the journey that matters most, right? So when we set goals, like everyone in the, in the, my beta program, first thing we do is we set a goal, right? Why is that? It gives ourselves focus and it instantly presents the opportunities, the obstacles for us to become who we're meant to become. So we can work towards that while simultaneously knowing that where we are is perfect. Whatever we're feeling right now is perfect. Whatever obstacles we're facing is perfect. And it's this moment that we need to ask ourselves, where's our relationship with this moment? Right? So raise your hand. Feel free to type in the chat if, that, if that's a subtle, important reminder. Right? Because if we set goals as business owners, it's important to also remember why we're setting goals. The aim of the goal is not to achieve the goal because then I could just give you your goal and say, there you go. But you'll feel robbed. You'll feel like you didn't earn it. You won't be any more fulfilled because you didn't grow if I just give you the goal, right? If I just give you the result or the outcome. But if, I, if you set a goal and all these obstacles start coming up internally and externally, it gives you the perfect opportunity to grow into the version of you who can achieve that goal. And that's why we set goals, right? So with that being said, let's invite Kimberly to be a panelist. Let's see what she has going on. So as we hear Kimberly, as we hear her story, as we see what she's up to, feel free to type in the chat or the comments wherever you're watching this and make sure you give it a lot of support and a lot of love because this takes a lot of courage and a lot of, uh, a lot of vulnerability. So Kimberly, when your Zoom catches up, feel free to unmute yourself. Feel free to say hi. Hi. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, that was an interesting little trip <laughs> into the webinar zone. It is. It is. It's sort of, this is, I like to keep people on their toes. And so every single time they jump on here, they, they grow in some way. And if that's to do with technology and technology challenges, that's one thing. And if it's insights and breakthroughs, that's another. But how are you doing? How are you feeling? What's, what's, been, what's been coming up for you? Um, just now or in general? Let's say now, right now. What's coming up? Right now, I'm kind of nervous and kind of have that, um, I don't know what's about to happen. Yeah. Apprehension. Hey, me either. I don't, right? I don't know who's watching and I'm very hopeful. So I'm excited and uh, petrified. Beautiful. Awesome. And I was talking to Kim before this and she was saying it's, it's scary, but also very exciting. So a part, it's awesome because a, a part of her knows the opportunity here and a part of her knows this is something that is that um, once resolved and once healed can truly lead to a path forward as well. And so that's why I was saying it's scary, but also expansive. And this is a word I use a lot. I always say if someone's 
you know, someone's moving forward on something, if it feels scary, but expansive, that means it's your heart pulling you towards that, right? And so, Kimberly, why don't you give us a bit of an understanding first about what it is you do so that people who can connect with you can definitely reach out and say hi and, uh, and what's been coming up and what can we help you with today? All right, so I'm a relationship coach and I recently sort of nutted that down as I'm trying to figure out who my niche is into uh, emotional freedom, which to me means that we are free from other people triggering us, circumstances triggering us, or when we get triggered, we know exactly what to do um, and how to handle it. So we have that emotional management under control. Um, so that's what I have to offer. I love working with people on that. And especially I love working with parents because I am very, very, very passionate about the next generation being more emotionally intelligent than the last. Awesome. Um, so that's what I'm all about. And what's coming up for me is that I've been doing this for a year, like seriously, you know, where I really jumped into marketing and networking and getting myself out there being visible, which has been a whole other, like, wow, growth area. Um, and I just keep kind of butting up against this nagging feeling that I have something in my mindset that's not right. Cause I have thoughts like nobody's gonna pay me for this. Nobody wants to buy my program. Nobody wants to hire me. You know, what is going on? Why don't people see the value in what I'm offering? Those kind of thoughts. So last week, I had a friend who has been in this year long program with me who said, I'm gonna up my rates and she hasn't been doing anything. <laughs> and I've been working my ass off and she's been doing essentially nothing. And I'm like, raise your rates from what? You haven't even gotten a client at the old rate. And I'm, not, and I'm looking at my own thinking right now going like, well, that's not very, positive you know that's not very hopeful thinking like she should do whatever she wants and if she can and she want you know and and it was like kind of a really high price like in my opinion like well if I didn't even know you how could I spend that much on you and I knew it was going to happen and like yesterday she's like I got someone and I'm like what am I doing wrong so that's where I'm at can anyone can anyone relate I mean this is this is our business journey in a nutshell right the so one thing, one thing that we can do right now, because I hear you, this is so much, it's, it's so much in our expansion to do this work when we watch other people, we see what they're doing. But what we truly do recognize is whatever they do has nothing to do with us. And what, what's really they're triggering is what's inside us, right? So while you're hearing, and I recognize you're seeing all of your thoughts go through your head and you're in a space of just observing that at the moment, uh, one thing we can do is just as you breathe and as you breathe deep, just allow all of that to be there. And I'll ask you this question in a minute because when I ask this question, it dives deep into the, the types of triggers. So are you able to just breathe deep right now and whatever's coming up to truly just welcome it, truly be in a space of acceptance 
because the more present we are here, the more, the less attached we are to the, the, the past, the future, and we can just breathe here, right? So let me ask you, in terms of all of this, in terms of you raising your prices, in terms of you being in, in, you know, getting yourself more out there, in terms of you charging what you want to charge, what is it that you fear most? What would be your worst case scenario? What is it that triggers you the most where you think, oh my God, if, if I do that or if I charge this or if I get out there, um, what might happen? Um, I, I guess what is happening that no one's hiring me. No one's listening to me. Mm. Nobody gets it. They don't see it like I do. They don't, you know, because I see the value, I've experienced the value, and I think maybe I just don't say it right, or maybe I'm just not conveying myself right, or what am I, yeah, so I think yeah. just, just the never, ever getting going off the ground, having the business that I want to have, and helping the people I want to help is, yeah. Great, so underneath everything, and everyone can feel this, underneath everything is your desire to contribute. Like you just said, you have a desire to help. Of course, uh, you have yeah. a desire to truly make a difference in a way that's aligned for you. You're like, this has changed my life. This has been, a, you know, this, is, this has changed so much for me. I just want to pass that on. I just want to contribute and I just want to share and, and, and make a difference in a way that feels aligned for me where not only do I have an expanding business, but I'm serving clients in the way that, in the way that is aligned for me as well. Is that true? Absolutely. And I've tried not to even focus on the money part of it and just contribute and give and give. And it's been a year and I'm starting to feel that resentment come up. Like what the fuck people? Yeah, totally. Let's, let's just I'd find like them. Let's, let's just hunt them down. Hey, <laughs> I'd like to keep doing this, but I can't like keep doing it for free. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. And when you feel this, can you feel that there's almost two sides of you? There's one side of you that comes up. There's, oh, maybe it's my messaging. Maybe it's my marketing. Maybe I need to tweak something. What, what can I shift and change? And then there's another side of you that says, I'm not being listened to. Why aren't they listening? And there's almost like this side of you. Um, and people can, when people are watching, you can watch this back as well. You can almost see there's this, almost this little internal child that comes up in the form of fear, that comes up in the form of frustration whenever you feel like they're not listening to me it's a tantrum yeah and i hate Beautiful. it so i try to be like no shut exactly. up you're being a big baby victim yeah Great. You know, but it still like keeps creeping up when more and more time goes by and i'm not getting traction yeah and we can we can we can dissect why because i use this analogy a lot uh, and so everyone who's watching can also just breathe in as I explain this, because you'll feel this relate to you, no matter what triggers are coming up, no matter what you're feeling, no matter what fears and doubts and worries coming up. Um, but it's important to always refer back to this analogy that if you had a five-year-old come up to you in a park and the five-year-old was freaking out, the five-year-old was crying. The five-year-old was scared because they don't know where their parents are. Right. And they come to you for safety. They feel a safe energy with you. They feel 
comfortable with you. So their natural instinct is to come to you for safety, right? Now, when that child comes to you and they're crying and they're scared, would you say to them, oh my God, go away, right? I need to push you down because I don't like you. I don't like you crying. You shouldn't be feeling this way. You need to be fixed. Go away. And then when you feel better, you come back. Of course we wouldn't, right? But can you notice that sometimes what we do to our internal five-year-olds when they come up in the form of fear, they come up in the form of doubt, they come up in the form of, of worry, right? Resentment. And no doubt, if, if this five-year-old comes up in the form of resentment and you keep pushing that down, it's no wonder when, they, when other people or life circumstances don't match the way you think, your mind thinks the way they should be, this resentment just keeps growing. And the more you push it down, the more it keeps growing. The more you push it down, the more it keeps growing till all of a sudden this person says, I'm going to raise my prices. And oh my God, I just got a client. And that side of you just goes, bam. Yeah. Right? That side of you goes crazy because they're triggered. And not only are they triggered, but they've been pushed down so much consciously or unconsciously that they don't feel seen, they don't feel heard, they don't feel understood. So what happens is they have to come up in other ways and even louder so they can finally be seen because that's all the five-year-old needs. The internal five-year-old and five-year-old in the park, they don't need to be changed. They don't need to be told how to fix it. They just need to be seen. They just need to be heard. They just need to be understood and loved, right? And this is what I found within my own journey. And I actually went on a very, very similar journey. When I started out as a, a mindset coach, I was communicating with a lot of business owners who were looking at profits and margins and all these different things, and they weren't listening to me, right? I was putting out my message and I was talking to them and they weren't listening to me. And I found this internal five-year-old within myself freaking out, right? And one thing that we'll do in a minute is exactly how I was able to let that go, just completely breathe and let it go. And that is that if you are to breathe right now and feel this resentment, feel this fear around raising your prices, could you, while you breathe, just describe to me where it is you feel it in your body? Is it your head, your shoulders, your chest, your stomach? Where, where is it that you feel it? It's heavy in my sternum. My, okay. Kind of like, usually it's a little lower, like a gut punch, but today it's in my chest really heavy tightness okay great awesome so while you breathe just welcome that in and and allow it to be there and everyone who's watching can do this as well no matter what you're feeling no matter what comes up for kimberly it's in in the sternum and it feels heavy and it feels tight now just breathe with it and welcome that in Allow it to feel heavy. Allow it to feel tight. Allow it to feel this in your chest and, and welcome it in. You almost want to exaggerate the emotion a little bit. You almost want to exaggerate the physical sensations a little bit. And just welcome it and allow it to be there and continue to breathe. What else is it that you feel in your, in your chest? You feel it tight. You feel it heavy is it anything else in terms of is it moving is it pulsating does it feel hot does it feel jagged what else can you describe about this sensation no just it's just really heavy okay great awesome. not much else. great so 
allow the heaviness to be there just for a moment. And the more you breathe, the more you feel this heaviness, I'll explain to you a little bit of what happens in this process. So this form of this little internal five-year-old within all of us has learned particular patterns. As we grow up, we learn consciously or unconsciously who we need to be and what our life needs to look like in order for us to feel enough, in order for us to feel safe, in order for us to feel loved. Because as a child, we only have one fear, and that is if we're not loved, we won't survive. Right? So we develop patterns, we develop ways of being so that we can feel enough, we can feel like we're worthy, we can feel like we're loved, so that we can get that love we crave the most. Now, what's coming up right now is this internal five-year-old who has a particular belief around what needs to happen in order for me to feel enough, to feel loved, to feel safe. And so what most people do is they feel this fear, they feel this uncertainty and doubt, and they push it down or they completely ignore it and try to change the way they feel, try and change their circumstances. And this is where it can get dangerous because as we set goals and as we move forward in our business, the question is, are we moving forward in business because it feels aligned, it feels like a pull, feels like a calling, or are we trying to change our external circumstances to not face this internal child, right? What I've known time and time and time again is that no matter what you achieve externally, you'll always have an internal conflict if you're avoiding that side of you, right? And this is what you might be feeling when you come up and you say, oh my God, I feel this fear and doubt and resentment. And now I need to feel like I need to push it down. But what happens when you breathe with it? What happens when you allow this side of you to be there? You can start to see that it's actually coming up to be seen. It's actually coming up because it feels a level of safety that it can be loved. It can be, it can be uh, safe. It can be heard. It can be understood. And it's actually coming up to be seen so it can move on, so it can transcend. It's actually ready to move on. Can you feel that? Yeah. So while you feel this in your chest, while you feel it in your sternum, while you feel the heaviness and allow the heaviness to be there, I want you to imagine this almost like this internal, almost like this inner five-year-old is sitting on your lap. This internal five-year-old has a particular belief about what needs to happen to feel enough. And while you feel this in your chest, just send it love. Just the way you would love anything unconditionally. You can breathe with it. You can allow it to feel however it wants to feel, knowing that it's moving on in its own divine timing. You don't have to do anything with it. You don't have to change it. You don't have to fix it. You don't have to shift it. That's not your job. Your job is to sit Breathe and feel and feel it fully. I don't believe the, the objective of life is to feel good. I believe it's to feel fully, right? Because these, this emotion is coming up organically. It's coming up because it's ready to move on. It's ready to transcend. So as you breathe, as you welcome it, as you allow that feeling to be there, what are you now feeling in your chest? Awesome. Cool. 
So breathe with it, allow it to be there. Now, what you might find is that this side, if there'll be a side of you that comes up in the form of fear, there may also be a side that comes up in the form of judging the fear. There might be a side of you that comes up that says, that has an opinion about the fear, that says, I shouldn't be feeling this. It should have, I should have got over this a long time ago. I've been doing all this inner work for years, anything like that. But what might happen as you breathe with it, as you allow it to be there, What is it that it, what is it that's uh, what is it that you're feeling that's different? Can you offer a level of safety for it? I'm having a whole dialogue over here. Great. Because I do this, I do this as well with my work, and um, so it's it's what's going <laughs> what's going on right now? What do you feel? What what's going on in your head? It's just, a, it's this whole conversation. It's about, you know, thank you for speaking up again and again and again until I listen. Mm. How does that feel? Feels good. Feels it's good. always important to remember the, the positive intent behind what we're feeling. Right. It's, there's always the, these sides are coming up and it can feel uncomfortable. And, you know, consciously we can, we can feel like, man, why, why is this happening? Or can't, can't this just change? Can't I just feel good? Um, but as you just said, it, once you thank this side of you for a certain pattern, you know that it's coming up for a certain reason, right? It's coming up because it has an initial positive intent. This internal five-year-old has the belief that says, if life looks like this, you'll be okay. So you can start to see that this internal five-year-old loves you unconditionally, right? They just have a very particular model of the world of how to achieve that. They say, as long as you're making a lot of money and as long as you're okay compared to other people, you can feel enough. So let's make that happen, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you can feel the very positive intent, the very positive intent this internal five-year-old has. This five-year-old loves you unconditionally. Right? This five-year-old wants what's best for you. They just have a particular belief that was established a long time ago that says, as long as I'm, as long as I'm above everyone else or as long as I'm uh, you know, doing well financially compared to everyone else, and as long as my business is, is succeeding, then I feel enough. I can get that love that I crave. I can get that love that allows me to survive. So while you, while you breathe and you feel this in your chest, can you also feel the safety? Because it wouldn't be coming up if there wasn't also an element of safety. Can you feel that? Yeah. And when you said that, it was like a calling, like, like I'm here to be the safe place. Yeah. Safe place for what? For the resentment and the belief that I need somebody to pay me to feel like I'm, I'm successful at what I'm doing. Yeah. And that I need my life to change away from a job into a business model apparently is the, the definition of a success that we're working with right now. You know, that 
financial freedom or at least the freedom to work without being tied to a certain place or a certain you know boss or anything like that that's what i'm feeling is the the expectation of that resentment and can you see the danger if all that stuff was to happen if all that stuff in terms of the external success and all the stuff in terms of the, um, you know, the, the finances, the business, if all that was to come about and you didn't resolve this internal conflict or you didn't allow this pattern to transcend, then what would that, what would that mean for you? Then I would always be on the edge of disaster. Mm. Totally. You, can, you, you see this with people who have even Every- uh, earned millions. They now live right. in fear. They're going to lose it, right? And they, they live in like, like this emotional turmoil because they're just in a state of, I can't lose this. And if I lose it, it's, my, it's the worst thing that's ever going to happen, right? Like um, what was the now? I forget the name of the, of the guy. I think it was um, Adolf Merkel. I think it was his name. Um, went from the 16th uh, richest person in the world to 66th in the, I think it might've been in in the Great Depression or something, and went and killed himself. He couldn't face the fact he was outside the top 20, right? Of of the rich people in the world. It's got nothing to do with the amount of money, right? No, because every client would be like, you know, a desperate conversation rather than, I would never, I would never get to that place where like, I'm in a flow of, you know, of having clients and helping people and, you know, that sort of cycle, you know, a flow that I want to be in where I help people and they move on and I help more people and they move on. And because every conversation would be like, this has to happen Mm -hmm. or else I'm going to lose it. Totally. Awesome. So let's do this. So invite this in once again, invite this into your, into your chest, allow it to be there, feel that, feel the heaviness, feel the tightness, welcome it in, allow it to be there and breathe in the safety that you're also feeling. Cause everyone else who's doing this can also see that whenever we feel this frustration or fear or doubt, we allow it to be there. We can also hold space for that. We can also hold space for the safety. We can also hold space for the love. And you can hold space for all of that. And you can feel all of that. And why is that? Because this fear is not you. This anxiety, this frustration, this resentment, it's not you, right? Who you are is all of it. You are all of it. And so breathe in that love, breathe in that safety, breathe in the anxiety, breathe in the frustration, and just hold a space for all that to be there and know deep down that it's okay. Everything's happening the way it's meant to. Everything's happening in a way that's either guiding you to high level opportunities you can't see or the, the lessons you're meant to learn. And like, you're, like Kimberly's saying here, the more you feel this, the more you start to realize, I need to overcome this. I need to not overcome. I need to love these patterns and I need to love these sides of me so they can transcend so I can do what I'm meant to do so I can contribute the way I'm meant to contribute, right? So I can serve in the way I can do that. If I can hold this for myself, I can hold it for other people. 
right? Because you imagine, Kimberly, if you had a client that comes to you and they're making a lot of money, unconsciously, there's going to be a lot of resentment there, right? But once you, once you love that side of you, once you love that internal child that has the belief, like I need to make money to feel safe or I need to make money to feel enough, once you love that side of you and you love that side unconditionally, you'll love that characteristic and you'll love that side of other people, right? And think about how powerful you can be in a coaching situation when they feel like you accept them no matter what, right? Like when I jump on this call and we're about to do this, I tell myself, I'm like, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. There's nothing that needs to be changed. There's nothing that needs to be shifted in order for the world to be a better place. We're just going to go through and what's naturally organically coming up. What's naturally organically coming up is, is this shift that's ready to transcend in you. And it's also my dharma and my heart of doing this as well. This is just all happening in flow. And it's not, you can feel it's not like a change. Like you need to change this. You need to fix this. Like if I didn't, if I wasn't okay with that in myself, I would say this needs to be fixed. I used to get on calls with people and say, you know, let's, let's make this happen. Let's create this shift from a intent like this needs to change. Now I just love and accept everything as to the best of my ability and people can feel that, right? So what is it that you're feeling now that you feel the safety, the love, the anxiety, the resentment, what happens now? What are you feeling when you are okay with all of that? I feel, I'm not feeling the boulder on my chest, first of all. Um, and I, I, the hole is the only word that come into mind. I don't know mm -hmm. how to explain it. What is the, what is the boulder turned into? Um, it's just, it's just not there. Like I can't summon up that heavy feeling right now. Yeah. Why, why do you think that is? I feel like there's there's a right answer and a wrong answer to that question. Not at all. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm done. I feel like. Um, oh, we're never done. But I mean, I, I I don't think it's like gone. You know, I don't know why that is exactly. Yeah. Other than you know, I had I had that very good conversation with my inner five year old. Um. And it's the acceptance. There we go. It's the acceptance of all the parts. Mm. Great. Yeah, the analogy I like to use is all these different sides of us. It's like it's like they're all on a bus. You know, like those big yellow school buses you guys you guys have in North America. It's kind of just like it's kind of that, but it's kind of all in every seat is all these different personalities right? You can imagine people of all different shapes and sizes and ages and different characteristics. They are all part of us, right? And so if you were to love someone unconditionally, you wouldn't want them to leave the bus, right? You wouldn't want them to leave the bus. You just wouldn't let them drive. And that's sort of where we're at. You can still feel this. I can feel anxiety whenever I want. I know that side of me is there. And I don't make that side of me wrong. I don't make that side of me need to change. I just let that side of me be seen. I just let that side of me be felt 
right? Because what you will feel as you start to allow these emotions to be there is it offers also a different depth of passion, of love, of gratitude, of uh, high level insights and ideas, right? Because this side of you now feels seen, this side of you now feels it's safe to transcend and move on. It can still be there. It, there's just, like you said, there's the freedom from knowing there's no longer that resistance. There's no longer that avoidance. Now you're not going to go make money in order to ha- make this five-year-old feel good, yeah. right? Because that's what a lot of us are doing. Trying to go out there and make money, find external success, grow your social media channels to make this five-year-old feel good because they have a belief like that's what needs to happen for you to feel enough. What a world change when all of a sudden that side of you transcends, that side of you is no longer running the show because it feels seen, feels loved, feels understood. And now you can go do those things because it's a calling and it's a pull rather than a push, rather than this needs to happen in order for me to feel enough, right? And think about how that'll come across in your content, in your coaching, when you're on the phone with someone and they're enrolling into your programs, what that will feel like. Think about now when you're studying your market, when you're learning more about your niche and your messaging, think of the freedom and the excitement and the passion you can put into that project. Now that you don't have that, that push that says, oh my God, I need to get this right. Right. What's your perspective on that now? Yeah, I'm sensing or imagining a shift in those conversations and a shift around how I put my message out and the energy behind it and even my intention because you know I intend to help people but I it's almost like uh I don't think I can define it exactly but it's almost like a good intention with a hidden agenda. Yeah, totally. Me too. I mean, everyone who knows, I, I talk to um, my clients who are in this new program I'm running and I tell them, I'm like, man, as soon as I started this, no clue what I was doing. I just have this level of certainty and and uh, this level of resourcefulness that's going to help them move forward and it's helped me move forward. And I, I have that level of certainty and resourcefulness and they can feel that and they're getting a lot of results. But I'm also very conscious and very uh honest with the fact i'm like man a lot of these patterns are coming up for me as well i'm finding myself getting attached to the client's results and i'm finding myself um finding external significance or worthiness with the success of the program all those different things and i've just been meditating all day and it's just been it just offers a space to allow that side of me to allow that side of me to be there allow that side of me to be seen and to be loved but then also that offers more resourcefulness. Now I'm like, now I feel this calling and this passion and this pull to make the program even better and to help my clients in even more ways. And it doesn't feel like I need to make it happen. It feels like this is what I want to have happen. This is a pull now, right? And it offers a different depth of resourcefulness and people can feel that, especially now that everyone's online. And everyone's releasing content, people can feel your intent or what you would say is your hidden agenda, right? So what can, what can shift in your coaching? What can shift in your messaging? What can shift in your, the search for, you know, narrowing down your niche 
once you start loving anything that comes up? I'm not, not sure the answer to that question, but I feel like I can finally do that thing that everyone tells you to do and let go of the outcome. Yeah. Let go of the, you know, the result having to happen and just um, kind of focus on, you know, the intention and your message and I'm here and this is what I've got. And it's all good if you don't want to jump on board. It just feels more doable to follow that advice. Mm. And what did you what did you feel then as you said that when you took that breath? Um, like I can kind of relax into what I'm trying to create. Mm. What a crazy concept right to relax into that to relax into your dharma who thought awesome what else is coming up uh i'm excited to like see what happens you know mm. are you also excited <laughs> to see what what else comes up for me I'm always, yeah, I'm always excited to see what, that's why I jumped at this opportunity. I'm like, I know there's more stuff to go. Let's, let's do it. Let's, you know, and it, it kind of, it becomes a little bit addictive having breakthroughs. Yeah. Um, but I also know that, you know, this, this had to happen. This, and I was like, not figuring this out. Mm. And this has been uh, hugely helpful. And I'm, really really touched because i can see in the in the comments that it's been helpful for other people too i knew this because it always is yeah. that's why i'm looking to do more of this i'm looking to do a lot more of the uh having people jump on here and work through this sort of stuff it's different every time and it's a different external circumstance every time but underneath it's underneath it's the same thing and we're all we're all on the same journey just in different ways and this is why we're never actually done Right? We're never, it's never done because every single time we, we offer more peace or love or joy and we can feel that within ourselves, we always still have the, the pull to expand, to grow, right? to, to evolve into the next version of ourselves, which requires us to love the sides of us we haven't had to love yet. They just ha- they, they're, they're dormant right now right? Because we, we haven't reached that level. We haven't reached that level of uncertainty or that level of fear, or that level of doubt um, that we're uncomfortable with. And it's a never ending journey, I find, of getting outside your comfort zone, right? Loving all the five-year-olds that freak out and whatever comes up. And then once you feel that, you're actually now safe with that, right? You're now, you now feel peace, you now feel love, you now feel security, you now feel um, freedom around those circumstances, which offers high level opportunities that you can't see right now. But then also when you're okay with that, you're getting the results, everything's happening. Either life will, will, will force you to grow or you can choose to grow into something more. And you say, you know what? I'm going to launch this. You know what? I'm going to launch, I'm going to launch a new program. You know what? I'm going to charge higher prices. You know what? I'm going to go on stage and speak here. And then more five-year-olds freak out. And you love those, you love whatever comes up, right? You accept and you, you take in all of the guidance, all of the grace, 
everything that comes with it. And then you're okay there until life or you make the decision to grow again. Right. And it's just, it's just a beautiful ever expanding journey of just unconditional love for yourself with the intent I'm going to serve with the intent. I'm going to evolve into a new version of myself so I can contribute at a new level. Right. So what are you feeling when I say that? Excitement. I'm excited to see and, and have more stuff come up, mm. which is not the usual, right? Like I don't no. want the stuff to come up. I just want to be done. Yeah. But now I'm like, let's do it. Let's come up. Totally. So you're, you're telling the five-year-old, you're telling the five-year-old come here so I can love you unconditionally so you can leave. Right? So you can go and, and feel better and, and, <laughs> and grow up and, be nurtured like you should be yeah yeah totally it's 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 the five-year-olds coming here and it's like i'm gonna love i'm gonna feel love presence acceptance surrender no matter what you feel and no matter how long you feel it for and right it's not now. go away either it's like so you can go back to playing yeah yeah so, so you can, can just fun. be seen you can be seen you can be heard you can be felt understood you can be loved unconditionally and that allows another side of you to run the show instead of the five-year-old. The five-year-old's grabbing the steering wheel going, oh my God, we need to make this happen, right? But the more you see that five-year-old and you're like, okay, cool. Like you can, <laughs> I, I hear you, I see you, I feel you, I love you unconditionally. I'm not gonna kick you off the bus, right? You're here to stay. You're here to be seen. You're here to be loved no matter what you feel. And with that, I'm gonna drive the bus. Right. And that's probably why you're feeling you can separate yourself from the outcomes now at a deeper level. Cause the five-year-old's not running the bus saying what needs to happen for you to feel enough. Can you feel that? Yeah. Super stressful when a five-year-old tries to drive. Yeah. Their feet can't reach the pedals. They're just going all over the place. All over they're, the place. Yeah. No they're kicking, they're the kicking other people off. <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. What, what questions do you have? Anything else that's coming up that you want to talk about or anything that's, uh, that's coming out that you want to, that wants to be resolved? Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Awesome. You're welcome. You're very welcome. Can you feel, do you feel the difference in relaxation from, from the start? Yeah. Like I don't even, I don't even, I, I, this is going to sound wrong, but I don't even care if people sign up for my stuff now, like yeah. whatever, you know, I've been wanting to get to a place where I feel like, okay, that's okay. You're not my person next, you know, and just be really free with that. And just, you know, and I, and I've had a feeling that I know I just need to get in front of more people so that the right people can find me and this and that, but now I'm not feeling like, well, that's what I have to do. I have to do this. I have to do that. You know, now I'm just feeling like, It'll happen. Yeah. Just keep going. And that's, that's what a lot of people are trying to do. They're trying to get in front of more people so that their internal five-year-old can feel okay. But that's just more people that they can now judge because they're judging a side of themselves. Right. And it's sort of like, I mean, that can allow you to see more of yourself or you can just resolve this and be okay with whatever happens. And then those thousands of people will feel that they will feel your presence they will feel your love they will feel that non-judgment they'll feel that 
acceptance and surrender. Right? Beautiful. So no doubt everyone in the comments in the chat here is going to just share some encouragement and total love and total support. Where is it that people can find out more about you or reach out to you and, uh, and, and connect? I'm right here. <laughs> and on Facebook is probably the easiest way to, to sort of find me. I don't have a, a website I'm too keen on at the moment. Um, but, you know, I'm all over your group, so I'm easy to find. Awesome. Beautiful. Well, thank you for your time. Talking to anybody, and I just want to say thank you guys for all the comments. Super, super supportive and sweet and um, tickled if you got something out of it. And thank you. Awesome. so much tyson you're very welcome you're very welcome i'm looking to do these each week and when you raised your hand in the collaborative call yesterday i'm just like awesome i'm like let's make it happen because you know your courage your vulnerability your openness it not only creates a shift within you but everyone else will be able to shift as a byproduct of just observing this and so it's really really cool to see that you have you know you raised your hand and you're able to be in this situation and it allows others to connect more with you when when people can see what's actually going on when people can see the shifts that everyone else is making it's really really uh it's really impactful and so i think this is a, a level of depth that a lot of platforms are missing uh, but i'm just i'm just honored and uh definitely definitely grateful for you to be here so feel free to reach out reach out to kimberly and she's on the collaborative calls each week and she's doing a lot of stuff in the group so feel free to reach out say hi make sure we have the that connection as well so Kimberly, anything else? Anything else is coming up for you? Anything else you want to share? No, I'm super excited to go on my evening walk with like a totally different new energy. <laughs> Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, I'll, I'll return you to an attendee and I'll, uh, I'll finish up with thank a couple you. more words, but thank you so much. Thanks everyone. So nice. No problem. How cool is that guys? So with a little bit of a uh, conclusion, little bit of you know a space for us to breathe i mean this is the important reminder like whenever we go we set goals to feel who we need to become on that journey and it can we can we can definitely set goals and then have these this internal pattern come up that says i need to achieve that in order to feel enough which puts you in resistance to life. And it says now life needs to be fixed. Now life is obviously a, you know, a challenge that needs to be overcome. And what really matters is your intent. What really matters is the intent behind your actions and the place in which you're coming from. Like Kim now feels there's a, now a pull with a new energy. Right? There's now a pull with a new energy and there's a new, um, there's, there's, there's not that push, there's not that resistance. And so one thing I'll remind everyone that I didn't remind earlier, uh, when you have the chat, set your chat to all panelists and attendees so that we can all see. So I see that Kim's saying, thank you. Kim's saying thanks to everyone, uh, but only I can see it, Kim. So uh, when you change your chat to all panelists and attendees, everyone will be able to see. Um, but this has been awesome. Feel free to, next week, it's gonna, we're gonna do the same call. Um, I'll see if I can find someone else who, who would love this opportunity as well. Uh, but it will be an hour earlier. Australia is changing time zones. Oh, not changing time zones, changing into daylight savings. And so for those in North America and everywhere around the world, these time, this time, the same call will be an hour earlier. So I'll try and remind everyone 
but uh, this has been super special. As you go throughout the rest of your week, take time throughout that day just to breathe, just to allow those emotions to be there and recognize that no matter what's happening, no matter what you feel, no matter what's going on, it's all okay. Breathe with it, allow it to be there, surrender to it, feel like it's okay, feel like it's all happening for a reason and you'll find a lot more peace, a lot more peace with what is and that'll definitely offer a new level of resourcefulness for you to not only, not only go after your goals and go after life, but do it in a way where you're okay. You're okay. You're just flow. You're in your dharma. You're in your space of contribution and service and growth. And that's what we're here for. So thank you, everyone. Thanks for everyone who's joining live here. Thanks for all the comments. Thanks for uh, all your support. I'll see you guys in the community. I'll see you guys next week for the calls and uh, just sending you plenty of love, plenty of support, guys. Thanks so much. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Business podcast. If you're a heart-centered business owner, you know that selling, marketing, and business strategy can bring up a lot of fear, doubt, and scarcity. And this is why I created the community on Facebook called The Serving Circle. It's in here where you get to grow your business as a byproduct of asking the question, how may I serve? It's on our weekly Zoom collaborative calls where you get to serve by meeting like-minded people and organizing collaborations, service exchanges, and partnerships so together we can heighten consciousness through business success. So just search The Serving Circle in your Facebook groups and you'll see that you're just one heartfelt collaboration away from reaching your biggest business goal. Take care now.